Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everyone, to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitter, at RMKMadness, and Instagram. We're getting that rolling, too. Actually, my wife says helping me out with that because she's really good at that gram, as the kids say these days. So I hope everybody's had a good week. Mine hasn't been so bad. Another kind of lazy week. The wife had a dentist appointment, and for once, the procedure went okay. Without a bunch of fucking complications and things going wrong. So I kind of prepared myself that I was going to have, you know, a bit of a a rough couple of days. My mom came into town to help out, and... So we've got, you know, all of us here, and we're thinking, yeah, Tasha's going to be in a little bit of pain and, and sleeping for a couple of days, but uh, it's been uh, quite a bit better than imagined, which is rare for us. <laughs> so I had kind of prepared to be busy, so I got a bunch of stuff knocked out at the beginning of the week. So since I didn't have really anything to do, I was just kind of being lazy, <laughs> to be honest. But I did, see, I've really been trying to get, so I've talked before about I've been learning to use a katana. I've been learning to use a bow staff. It partly is because I, I really enjoy martial arts and, and, and the weapons they use. And, well, I, when I was younger, much younger, <laughs> growing up as a youth, I was in karate. And I was actually pretty fucking good. Now, obviously, it's been a while. (laughs) Probably almost 30 years, because I'm damn near 38. I think I quit karate when I was around 10. But I I quit right before it was a high brown belt, which at the school where I was, at least, that was right before the black belts. I was right before the black belts. And uh, I ended up quitting because I was really getting into baseball and basketball, playing those sports, and and I just didn't feel like I had time for karate. I wish I would have kept up with it, or at least gotten into some other martial arts, but I've, I've been getting back into it in, in the past few years, and I, about a year and a half ago, got some throwing knives, so I was working with the throwing knives, and then for Christmas, I got um, a set of samurai swords. And so I've been working with those. And then I just have a broom handle. And hopefully for my birthday, I'm going to be getting a bow staff. That's right. A professional one. So I can quit using the goddamn push broom handle. (laughs) But I'm getting damn good. I'm getting there. And see, again, this will probably make me sound egotistical. And if you've listened long enough, you probably feel I got a little bit of that. But that's okay. (laughs) I'm really not that eager. Just I do think it's funny when people think I am. But it it really is. I really do, for some reason, have a little bit of a knack for just catching on to stuff. And I can kind of do that anyway. If it's something that I have some familiarity with, it makes it even easier. So I was pretty damn good at karate when I was younger. Again, not as flexible as I used to be. Not as in good a shape, et cetera, et cetera, which I've been working on. All of that, been stretching, exercising more, doing, you know, taking vitamins and stuff because I know I don't have the greatest fucking diet. 
But I really wanted to not only learn these different styles of weapons, but learn a style of fighting, right? Because you can get me out in there in the street, and I know how to throw punches and bows and shit, but I wanted to learn something cool, you know? And I, because I learned karate, and karate is more self-defense, I wanted something a little different. So I really considered, you know, like kickboxing, Muay Thai, stuff like that. But ever since watching B-Water, that Bruce Lee special, that documentary, that 30 for 30 on ESPN, ever since watching that, I just, not, again, not trying to suck, because <laughs> by no means do I think I'm fucking Bruce Lee, okay? I'm very aware I'm not even close, and I never will be, because Bruce Lee, when it comes to uh, Kung Fu, he's the fucking man. But I want to learn some Kung Fu, okay? And I feel like I got it in me, because I've done the karate, and so as long as I can get my body in better shape, I'll be all right. And I've been working on that. I'm getting more flexible. Legs have been a little sore, but you soak with some Epsom salt, you get that taken care of. And they're getting their flexibilities coming back. Because when I'm watching Bruce Lee, again, I'm no Bruce Lee, but I have the exact same body type. As a matter of fact, we're exactly the same height. Or we were, because, you know, R.I.P. Mr. Bruce Lee, the fucking man. And so same height and about the same weight. He's a little heavier. He had more muscle. I'm working on muscle too. So I had some muscle. I just, you know, I want to be able to protect my family. I don't like guns, okay? I just don't. And I've always been fascinated by martial arts and, and those kinds of weapons. So I've been getting, you know, into not only the weaponry, but into Kung Fu itself. And so this, this week, since I had some free time, I took a nice little foray into uh, Kung Fu for beginners. And let me tell you, I'm not great by any means. <laughs> but I feel pretty good, man. I, and womans and, and, and everybody else out there. So I know I say man and bro and dude a lot. I'm not trying to be sexist. It's just the shit that comes out of my mouth, okay? Okay. Okay. So just take it easy on me. <laughs> but I, I wanted to get into this, so I've been doing this beginner stuff. And I really, I tell you what, at first it was just kind of, because the dude, and you got to check him out. He's on YouTube. Zach Song, Master Song. This guy, not only does he do a really good job of breaking an entire form down for you into parts so that you can learn it in parts, and then he's really good at explaining each individual part, each different stance, each different move, each different hand movement, each different kick, punch, everything. He'll tell you exactly how to do it, why you're doing it, etc., and it really is good stuff. And uh, I've been working really hard the past few days, and I really got this form down pretty damn good now. And uh, I'm going to keep rolling with it. Because I have that body type. If I'm going to learn how to do, you know, how to, uh, how to be effective in a fight, which, again, throw me out there on the streets, I had it on my own. <laughs> but... I want something, particularly if you look at something like Kung Fu, where you can fight multiple enemies at once. Because I got to tell you, I'm a little worried 
about the state of the world, particularly the state of the United States, <laughs> and particularly what's going to go down with Trump. Because I can tell you this right now, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, for him to clearly see the smart move would be doing certain things like pertaining to Black Lives Matter, pertaining to the COVID-19 situation. There's things he could do that would really help himself out a lot. But he refuses. And you wonder if he has tricks up. I brought this up before. Does he have a trick up his sleeve? Or is he just banking on all his damn supporters going ape shit when he loses and causing a bunch of fucking problems? If that's so, I got to be better prepared to defend myself. I feel like I could do a good job. But if I can learn some of this weaponry and learn some kung fu, I'll feel even better, even more confident that I can take care of my family. Because yeah, that is a worry, you know. The craziness in the world. It's fucked up. <clears throat> but I digress. I know, I know. I just... They, I'm really digging this kung fu stuff, man. And I just, I, I feel like, you know, it's it, we all should be preparing in one way or another. If anything, for defense. Because I'm serious. Be, people may think I'm crazy. There's a reason. The mad chatter. <laughs> people may think I'm crazy, but I, I'm telling you, this seems weird. That he would not back off that he would double down and only preach out to his supporters which are dwindling dwindling and it just makes me wonder what he's up to <laughs> oh man I don't know I don't know beats me but I'm gonna keep up with the kung fu I sure am and oh yes I guess we'll move away from the kung fu and all that situation. We'll get into more serious stuff, obviously, coming up. But I got my car fixed, and boy, is it fucking running great. And I'm so excited. Like, we're finally getting to a spot where kind of like all our shit's slowly but surely getting taken care of, which has been another good thing of having this time off of work is that, you know, while we're sitting here quarantining, we can get stuff done. And, you know, we've had periods of time where we're just trying to have fun or where we've got other stuff to do, but slowly but surely we're whittling away at the giant to-do list and, and, you know, things like that. And it's great to finally get through chunks of this stuff and one of those was getting my car fixed and that's finally done and I'm so happy I was so happy I just that there's nothing I hate more than knowing your car needs some work and then using it a lot I mean we haven't been using it that much because let's face it we you know quarantine but it's <laughs> it really is a shitty feeling at least for me because I don't know enough about cars I know some not great. That's one of that's one of my areas of weakness for show, and uh, <laughs> it's always a little nerve wracking. But the car got fixed, and the place I go to, they're good dudes. They don't overcharge. Good stuff. So I'm happy. I'm happy. I am. And in my laziness this week, 
I was doing a little, uh, you know, we we watch certain stuff around here, particularly in our smoke area, our smoke shack. We got a little TV, got the cable out there. Lately, it's been the workaholics and the ridiculousness. But occasionally, not quite in the mood for workaholics, or we're not ready to sit down and do full-blown chill. So we need just something easy. But there's no ridiculousness on? What do we go to? Impractical Jokers. That's right, because they got some new stuff, or more recent stuff, that we haven't seen. So we've been able to check that out as well. And then I was, we were watching that yesterday. And it ran into the next show, which was one of those, you know, world's dumbest or whatever. And it was the world's, I want to say, smartest inventions, which is interesting. But anyway, because <laughs> they were pretty much trashing, you know, the people that talk, the comedians that talk. They're pretty much trashing every product. But one I thought was fantastic. It was a travel toilet. It was literally like almost what you would see in a hospital or in a nursing home. Like a toilet lid and some bars to hold it up. And then it came with bio bags that you would put in this. And then you would go to the bathroom in and toss the bags. And it's crazy. It's crazy. And they're docking this thing. And I'm like, man, that seems like a good idea to me. There's a few of them. I was like, maybe that's why it was smartest inventions. And then they still talk shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a whack show. But I don't mind it. It cracks me up at times. And they have the different variations of it. Uh, but I do find some some of the peoples on there pretty damn funny. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the travel toilet. The travel toilet. It's great. It's great. I was also doing some, I, you know, big space guy. Like, you know, I've talked about my, my newer telescope that I got and... You know, my affinity for all things space and, and not just space, but, you know, the, the, the wondrous ideas of aliens and, and, and space travel and all that good sci-fi stuff. I love all that stuff. And I'm reading about this green gel they found on the moon. Now, it turned out to be nothing crazy. The substances that could be found on on earth and the moon this is what made this up it's it's nothing crazy but it does get you thinking like how much shit is there really because china's supposed to be investigating the dark side of the moon right which is potentially where they people believe could be some shit right and uh so we have to keep up and see what china finds out about the dark side of the moon because i believe that's what they're doing now right i have to look that up i didn't mean to mention that it wasn't on the sheet i just had popped in my head yeah I think uh, China's doing a little dark moon digging. But, uh, so yeah, I just, th what the hell could all be on the moon? Oh, that's crazy. We just need, we just, we need to put a base up there and just investigate the shit out of it. Because that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But it looks like we're going to do that. Be doing that with Mars here at some point. And I tell you what, part of me that sounds really fun, <laughs> but I'm such a, I'm such a, a a creature of habit, and 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 I'm a bit of a homebody. Well, I'm a lot of a homebody, <laughs> and so as awesome as it would be to like go to Mars, 
I also, like, you're not going to have a lot of the amenities that you have living here on Earth. And I don't think I could handle that. But it's interesting. And speaking of my telescope, I, this week, make sure, or this month, I should say, we've got the Neowise Comet Comet coming through, and it's and it's supposed to be putting on quite the show. Now, for right now, you can see it just before sunrise in the morning, like 30, 40 minutes before. And if you wait just a few more days, once it hits like mid-July, you're going to start being able to see it at night right next to Venus. And I am fucking super excited for that because I'm going to bust out my brand new telescope, get a nice pick of the Neowise Comet because it's supposed to be pretty visible. And so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to try and get some pics. And if I do, I'll post them fuckers on Twitters. Best believe it. But anyway, anyway, what else was I doing this week? I'm sorry. I just, we, we were doing all this stuff. We got, oh yes, the retro gaming. Because if I told everybody, we got this great deal from this, well, I ended up finding it was one of those Chinese websites. And I don't try and diss on certain groups. I mean, obviously, China's in some trouble right now because they got uh, a bit of a problem with their leadership, kind of like with Russia. Well, kind of like with us. <laughs> but, uh, they, these these Chinese stores are really something else. And I saw the SNES Classic, which is the, you know, the Super Nintendo Classic, which is a little mini system which comes with 21 of the classic games. And I wanted it. I ordered it because I found it cheap. And then I realized I ordered it from a Chinese website. And these websites, they're not all bad. There's one called AliExpress I've used to get some Christmas gifts and things like that. And for the most part, not bad. Usually just takes forever to get to you <laughs> is the biggest problem. But this, when we got our package, not what I ordered. And I'm, I'm sure I've spoke about this on the podcast, but it was not what I fucking ordered. It was a regular Nintendo classic. And it was not an t- official Nintendo. No, it was not official Nintendo at all. It was official Chinese Family system, like, I, I can't even remember what it says on there, like, family gaming system. Anyway, I emailed them back and forth. They're going to send the Super Nintendo one. But I can already tell you, it's not much better than, because it's like, yeah, 600 games. And here's the problem. They say they put all these games on there, and, like, a third of the fucking games are just repeats of the games already on there. <laughs> and then on top of that, they got a bunch of fucking random games you've never even heard of. And they're missing shit like Castlevania and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And yeah, they have Super Mario 1, but they don't have Mario 2. They don't have Mario 3. It's bullshit. And so now they they, they are sending me the Super Nintendo one. But I, and I just know that one's going to be fucked too. So we ended up just ordering the official... SNES Classic, which is fine because I found a sweet deal on it, and we got that this week. And so we've been checking out some Donkey Kong, some F-Zero, some Super Mario World, some Super Mario Kart. It's good stuff. Good stuff. And I just was thinking, playing all this, that, like, it's fun, but, man, it shows how far things have come. Technology-wise, video game-wise, everything. Like, it's crazy. 
the graphics, like it's, it's crazy playing like just on that little NES classic thing, playing all the different kinds of regular Nintendo games and how fucking similar so many of them are. It's actually pretty funny. Pretty funny. And you notice things. You notice things when you play these little scripts. Like, when the fuck did Donkey Kong, uh, because I've wondered this. He was like the villain, right? He was the fucking villain. So how did he become the star and the good guy in Donkey Kong Country? And then when you go and you play, like, the Mario Party games, especially the recent ones, like, Donkey Kong somehow turned into a good guy. He went from heel to face, for all my pro wrestling fans out there. And how did he win? How did he win? What did I... (laughs) I was confused. And they're always rescuing princesses in these fucking games. That's why I think Metroid way ahead of its fucking time. Because its main character was a woman. Same as Eren. And did you know, if you've ever played Metroid, that classic game, the main character, Samus? Samus. I always fucking know I mispronounced the goddamn name. Anyway, she was based on Ripley from the Alien movies. Sigourney Weaver's Ripley. Yeah, fucking crazy. I had no idea until I was looking shit up. Because I was like, is that really the only game that I could think of with, with the female lead from way back in the day is Metroid? And another thing I noticed, there ain't shit for black people in those old-ass Nintendo games. There is not. There is not. Where... Where's the black people in the Mario games? Huh? Where's the... I mean, it's bad. It's bad. (sighs) I mean, Street Fighter. They had a bunch of different players on that. That one black dude. (laughs) Balrog. (laughs) It was crazy. It was like a bunch of American people. And then like, okay... Dalsam's from India. Zangief from Russia. Like, <laughs> but I enjoyed the shit out of the game. That, that game was always fun. Street Fighter. <laughs> uh, what would Street Fighter do? Like, what would? What, how would they handle COVID? Like, if Street Fighter was some real shit, how would they handle COVID? About the same as UFC, probably. Because if... <laughs> Uh, speaking of USC, we're going to take a quick pause, a quick breather, and then we're going to come back and talk a little sports and, you know, update what's going on with that and getting back to it and with everything and with the pandemic still raging. And guess what? Here comes the death counts. Don't fucking kidding me. Uh, so, quick breather. And we'll be back. That's right, that's right, that's right. Sports is attempting the return. And we've already had the return of Major League Soccer. And that was just a couple nights ago on ESPN. That is just kicking off. And they've had clubs back out because of a well, I guess they're doing some sort of tournament or something right now, but clubs have backed out because lots of positive tests within the clubhouse, right? So it just feels like... Wait, 
See, I'm, I'm thinking about this, okay? And I'm like, we all thought not too long ago that the NFL was in a good spot, right? Because all this was happening while the NFL was in the offseason, right? They were able to get the draft done virtually, like, no big deal. And everybody was like, oh, the NBA, the NHL, man. Had to stop their seasons, pause them, right towards the end. <laughs> and that's a bummer, right? MLB was just getting spring training going and all this shit really was hitting the fan. So you look at it, and right now, it's kind of flip-flopped, right? Like, <laughs> the NBA and the NHL, like... It does appear like they're going to be able to get in here, get their season finished, right? And then they're just going to schedule their next season for a couple months down the road. December is what it's looking like. And if these guys finish up, you know, late, well, late August, late August, September, late September, early October around there with the playoffs and everything, NBA, NHL. And NHL, they get this stuff done. That's a couple months till December. They only get about that much in between for the offseason anyway, so it wouldn't be that big a deal, particularly with all this extra time they've had off. But that would also give them time to say, hey, if shit's still really bad with the pandemic in December, then we can push it off, you know? So it'll be interesting, really interesting to see how all of this happens, right? going to be pretty crazy and the NBA players they're already in Orlando in the bubble the NHL players they've solidified everything they're going to have a bubble in Edmonton and a bubble in Toronto and hey we'll see if all this works I'm going to be honest I love sports man I particularly love the NBA and NHL playoffs and even more so football hell I've got a lot of shit writing on the football season. I, My fantasy football, well, I guess you can't really call it a career so far. <laughs> but this path I'm on with fantasy football, it's just getting going. I'm getting articles published on a solid, well, one of the premier, really, sites of, of fantasy football. I'm getting articles published. I'm doing the podcast, you know, getting some traffic on that, so... I'm working my way up. I'm on the upward trajectory in the fantasy football world. And not having the NFL season really put me in a bind with that, you know, put a damper on that. It would feel a lot like, you know, I was just really getting my comedy rolling to to my stand-up to a point where I felt like this is really good stuff. And I wanted to go out and do an open mic. And... You know, I was getting close. We had a lot of stuff going on. We had busy lives. But we were getting close to working up to where I was going to get some time to go do this and test my shit out and see what I was made of on stage. And then everything closed down. <laughs> so it's... Everybody's got their shit that they're, you know, missing from this. But we all got to keep in mind this is for... We got to... We got to fucking do what we can, man. We got to do our part. 
I really would love to have sports back. But it's going to be hard for me to support these leagues if shit starts getting bad and they still want to try and finish this shit out. Like, some shit's just more important, man. I know, we're all dying for some shit to watch. But really, how many people are going to be turned off by the NBA? Because they're going to do the same shit as MLS did with the strong support of Black Lives Matter. Fucking douchebag senator emailing Adam Silver in the NBA. What about police lives matter? You go fuck yourself, dude. So I don't know. I really feel like the NBA, the NHL, they, they're, they've got a great chance. I mean, because Edmonton, Toronto, that's in Canada. They've done a much better job of keeping this shit under wraps. So I feel like even though, and really, the NBA should have thought about that, man. Instead of Florida, what about Toronto? I, I think the appeal with Florida was, you know, Disney World doing it there because World of Sports, they had everything set up for them. So I think that was the appeal. But might not have been a bad idea in Toronto as opposed to, which is an NBA city, as opposed to, you know, one of the states getting ass-fucked by corona right now. But still, they got a little bubble plant. They had a little bit of a leak, apparently, but... Man, if they can keep that bubble tight, I think the NBA will be able to start and finish. And with the NHL going full-blown in Canada, I think they got a good chance to finish as well. The NFL, I'm a little worried about. Because it seems like uh, they had all this time to try and put shit into place, and they kind of didn't do enough because they were hoping this shit would go away. Because that's the problem, is... I think a lot of people did feel like this would be mostly gone by now. Uh, But we did a shit job. Well, I should take that back. The president did a shit job of leading us through this and made some stupid fucking decisions and delayed too long on others. And because of that, we're in the position we're in. Because the, wearing a mask has become politicized. To believe that COVID-19 is even dangerous has become politicized. America, the, the United States, we're in a fucked up place right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to get a little sports. Because we don't need distraction. We, everybody's got to keep their eye on the prize. You know what I mean. Keep focus. Keep pounding Black Lives Matter. Keep pounding. Defund the police. Keep pounding. I, I mean, I guess Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm not the hugest Joe Biden fan, but I will take anybody just about over over Trump right now. Dude's been. Dude's decisions have been affecting me and mine since he fucking took office, and he's just gotten worse over time. In my opinion. But we, you know, it's why we're in the predicament we're in. Everybody just listen to fucking Tom Hanks, right? He came out and he he was spicy, man. <laughs> I wish I had written down the quote because, of course, I didn't. But it was something along the lines of, like, if, if you don't understand why you need to wear a mask. If you're not going to wear a mask, I've got no respect for you. And, hey, there you go. 
I'm with you. I'd, I'd like a little bit more how Snoop Dogg said it, which was like, fuck you, you punk ass bitch or something like that. I think he was actually talking to Trump supporters, but they're one and the same. Trump supporters and non-mask wearers. <laughs> but this shit is still spiking, man. It's a, the, People are still ignorant. I got into an argument on Twitter, and I, I get drawn into these sometimes, and then I get so fucking mad at myself, because I'm like, why, 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 why even try? Someone was spouting off about the mask, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, do you... You know anything about microbiology and oh wait, and he put this Ben Franklin quote about nothing is worth sacrificing freedoms and blah 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 and I'm like if you want to look at quotes from history if you want to look at history you want to pull that shit just to fit your narrative how about you look at what people had to go through during World War One and then it just, it just uh. so I just laid into him and his response included a sentence that went something like this. <laughs> I don't need a degree in microbiology to tell me that masks are worthless. <laughs> oh, shit. How do you talk to people like that with that much stupidity and ignorance? How do you do it? And I find it funny that all these fucking pro-lifers are running around like, all oh, you fucking bastards who care so much about saving all the fetuses, not giving a shit what happens to it after that because, you know, what if the mom is raped and she's fucking 16 and she can't have a kid, she can't afford to have a kid, she doesn't know how to take care of a kid, kid ends up in a foster home, who knows what the fuck happens to that kid. You don't care any about any, about any of that. You just want to tell a woman what she can and can't do with her fucking body. And if you're so goddamn pro-life, let me ask you this, why won't you wear a fucking mask? Because the mask isn't to keep you from getting the coronavirus. It's to keep others from getting it. And if we're all trying to keep each other from not getting it, or keep each other from getting it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. If, if it's bullshit, then why is it working in other countries? Explain. Explain. <sighs> the idiocy is just mind-boggling. My body, my right to not wear a mask. <laughs> it's my freedom not to wear a mask. But women, you can't have abortions. <laughs> what the fuck? And that's what that, that's really what it tells you all you need to know. Now everybody's on the school reopening shit. It'll probably end up being a state thing. I would like to think most places are going to be smart. <sighs> Where I am currently living in my county, they took a poll, and it sounds like they're going to have both options available. I just feel bad for the fucking teachers, because that sounds like a pain in the ass. Sounds like you're going to have to do a bunch of extra work. And that's the thing here, is a lot of teachers are fighting this shit, because a lot of teachers don't want to go back. you got to think, when you think of teachers, a lot of them, not the youngest of peoples, right? Now, I'm not calling them old, <laughs> But shit, I'm nearing 40. I don't want to catch this fucking thing, man. I'm in decent shape, but I smoke. I'm, my lungs ain't in perfect condition. I have a pretty good immune system, but I, I don't want to catch this fucking thing. And I can't catch it because if I catch it, my wife's going to get it. And I don't know what will happen with that. She is very high risk. So 
you know, I'm going to be careful as fuck. So you could understand why teachers being older, like a lot of them wouldn't want to go back to work like right now, especially with how things are going. Everything's spiking. And the, our lovely fucking intelligent president wants to talk about <laughs> how the death rates are just like, ah, they're coming, dude. You see all these cases spike, which, yeah, we wouldn't have so many positive tests if people didn't test us. We wouldn't have so many cases if we did less testing. Still might be one of the dumbest things that have come out of his mouth. But if the deaths start rising, and they're going to, they're starting to now. And you want people to go back to work. I, I know there was like a, the leader of the teachers union dared Trump to, okay, you want us to open back up? I double dare you to come sit in class with us then. And yeah. You want all the schools to fucking, open? like Trump's threatening like taking funding from schools if they don't open and shit like that. Like he's such a fucking asshole. And you know, parents are split. I think there's a good majority of parents who were like, yeah, we don't want the fucking kids at home anymore. Get my kids out of my hair. Me? I'm fine. We'll keep our kid home. Like I said, here, we're going to have a choice. We got a choice. We're staying home. We're staying home regardless. My kid is staying home. No school. At least not for now. We'll see where this shit, we'll see where this shit's at in a few months, man. Because it's not doing anything. There's, there's just no way. There's just no, like, with... And then you got flu season coming up with a potential second wave of this shit where due to mutations, it could be less deadly, more deadly. We don't fucking know. Not a vaccine by that time either. But according to President Trump, we're in a good place. We're in a good place. Two to four weeks. (laughs) I mean... Fucking goddamn! And you disagreeing with Fauci, who said we're knee deep in this shit right now, and he's like, "Yeah, he said you don't wear masks, and he said you do wear masks." Like, do you, clearly, like your idiocy knows no bounds. That's how science works, and then you see that with a lot of these fucking assholes on Twitter. Yeah, they keep changing their mind about what they do. Of course they do. That's science, you fucking idiots. It's the scientific process. These fucking idiots that wander around acting like they know more than medical experts and scientists. Fuck off. We're still knee deep in the first wave. But yeah, fucking lead medical expert doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Okay. (laughs) I would ask this, Mr. President Trump. If, if coronavirus isn't dangerous, it's no big deal. And I would ask his Trump, the Trump supporters as well. You know, he's getting his fucking cronies out of prison under the guise of safety for the coronavirus. So tell me, is he lying to all of us about how he really feels about the virus? Because he's getting all his buddies out of prison for it. Or is he just using the coronavirus as a way to help his buddies like a mafia boss would do, you know? 
corrupt as a motherfucker. What you got for me? As a matter of fact, I might be hopping on Twitter at some point just to get on and see if anybody wants to run their mouth. Because I would love to point that out to some Trumpers. It's one of those two. Or let me guess. Is there a secret third option? Trump had nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's never Trump. There's a, the, like These guys, these people, guys and gals that are fucking Trumpers, there's just no way of reaching them, I don't think. They just fucking follow his lead of knowing more than experts, and I know this, and I know... So you see all these videos of people refusing to wear masks and freaking the fuck out. Dudes are getting fired. That, like, racist coming out the woodwork. You saw this one lady who freaked out at a dentist about wearing a mask. And she said she does not have to, and she spoke to her attorney about it. Bullshit. Sure, you have the right not to wear a mask, but the store also has the right... It's the same goddamn thing. No shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Like, fucking duh. You think they can't tell you what you can't, that you can't come in if you don't wear a mask? Are you fucking idiots? There was another one. It was a shoe store. This fucking lady chucked a box of shoes at one of the workers. You fucking worthless pieces of shit. And, you know, I know there's the people out there that are like, you know, we should be more peace and try and, you know, come together and we need to try and, you know, change these people's mind and shit. There's a lot of people that ain't, that there ain't no, at this point, I'm sorry, this, this is just, you know, my view on it. But at this point, the line in the sand has been drawn. If you still support Trump, it's pretty clear what kind of person you are because it's pretty clear there's only one group of people left that President Trump is talking to. And if you are that, you can fuck off and I've got no sympathy. You're tired of cancer culture? Mm, Don't be a piece of shit. It's pretty simple. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. But if you're going to be a piece of shit and then you're going to go out and act like a piece of shit in public and people record your piece of shit behavior, eh, you're probably going to face some consequences nowadays, buddies. And rightfully so. Too many assholes like this, racist, prejudiced, fucking pricks. All these people, they've had it their way for too fucking long. And we're finally seeing some movement towards really pushing back against that shit. And a lot of it is because of Trump and because of his supporters. And they want to come out the woodworks. And people are fucking not having it anymore. Not having it anymore. Meanwhile, Trump's got other shit to do to fuck with us. His war on Obamacare during a fucking pandemic. And of course, you know good chunk of his base, rich white people, they're fine on an, an insurance. I don't give a fuck about Obama. Like, <clears throat> a lot of people would lose a lot of help from, you know, his war on Obamacare. And it's t- like, how many reasons do you really need to hate this dude? And it's no wonder fucking Melania, Trump, her statue... She had a wooden statue in Slovenia, I believe it was wooden, but in Slovenia, burned 
Yeah, it must have been one <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> but they burned it. People there. Because, of course, because fuck all these people, man. But Kanye, tsh, Kanye says he's done. No more MAGA hat for him. No more Trump. <laughs> this is what he says. This is what he says. I don't really care. Fuck Kanye. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. I know. I've rambled and rambled and rambled, and we're probably more serious in this episode than needed to be. Should have lightened it up a little bit more. But, hey, hey, that's what you got. So, take another pause, just a quick pause, come back, and close up shop. All right? Let's do it. That is right. Over is the game. It is time to say goodbye. But before I do, I must tell you something else that's been going on in the madhouse. I posted a picture of it on Twitter. I'm not sure if anybody saw it. (laughs) But you see, there's flies abound in the madhouse. Well, that and other bugs. I've actually had to contact the landlord because I found some termites and some ticks and what the fuck is going on. We really do. I feel like my wife and I, we constantly get these shit slumlords, like one after the other. God damn, I can't wait till we own our own house. We're not too far away. A few years, a couple years. We'll, we'll be there. We're just, you know, we both uh, are in recovery. So we've both dealt with years of addiction and... So we're just getting all the grown-up shit done a little bit later than normal. But it could be worse. We could be dead. <laughs> Specifically, well, no, the wife was in hairy shit situations herself. But drugs and booze, man. That's why we just smokes the ganj, bros. And, and, and chicas. And dudettes and dudes. All my peeps out there. That's why that's why we just smoke the ganja. Fuck fuck drugs and booze and law. Just can't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but we got to this adult shit a little bit later in life, and let's face it. That's okay. Better late than never, right? Better late than never. And so back to what I was saying, we're, we're, we're having bug issues. Kids like to let the flies in the house. Now, I don't particularly like killing any bugs, and I know there's a lot of bugs that do a lot of good. Uh, the termites, I was ready to destroy them, and ticks, okay. <laughs> but we, earwigs, those things have been popping up too. I don't fucking like those. But the flies, right? For some reason, the flies freak both my kids out. (laughs) And they're hard as fuck to try and just shoo out. So, we decided to get some fly strips. The wife went out, got some fly strips. We have three fly strips hanging up. Zero flies. I shit you not. And I remember... Working in restaurants, these things work great. They catch flies. Mm, Maybe when there's a bunch of flies. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. 
because there's less flies? Is it because it's cool? I really have no fucking clue why it's not working. But I thought maybe I'd motivate the fly strips, right? So I got on my whiteboard in the kitchen. And I wrote a little, like, uh, scoreboard. Me versus the fly strips. And then I went fly hunting. I'm at, like, seven right now. That fly strips still have zero. And you can't say it's because you've been killing them because I don't even fuck with them. Like, I walk, I woke up today. Seen one. Kids were playing outside early. A couple more come in. So there's a few flies just rolling around. It wasn't until later on that I got around to smacking them all down. And I swear, man, they play dead. They do. I swear they fucking play dead. There's been a handful of times I've smacked up one of those big cocksuckers out of the fucking air and then... Just the other day, I smacked one out of the air, and it flew into the bathroom. And I don't mean it flew with its wings. I meant I smacked it, and it went whoom. And it was just laying there on its back in the bathroom floor. And I went up, and I was going to go pick it up and put it in the toilet, and that fucker buzzed off, flew off, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Goddamn flies. <laughs> so I started keeping track, doing the little, I call it the fly games. So I got the Fly Games scoreboard going, and I'm destroying the fly strips because they suck. (sighs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But anyway, let's go ahead and close this shit up. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to go eat some food. That's right. And you know what? Enjoy my weekend as well. We're heading into the weekend. I hope all of you enjoy your weekend. Don't forget to enjoy some Major League Soccer if you're dying for some sports. And soccer is so underrated in this country, man. It is the sport of the world for a reason. It's good shit. The World Cup is one of my favorite things ever. Now, I've never been able to get super into MLS just because hard to find a watch and things like that. But I tell you what, I'm going to be doing some watching this weekend. And hopefully, within a month, be watching a little basketball and hockey. And I say that hope with hope. But I also, it's not worth it if it's going to continue to spread this shit around. I mean, if they really got this bubble thing down tight and they can make this work, good. Because I want some fucking hockey and I want some basketball. <laughs> so I hope they find a way I hope they can pull it off but I also hope they don't continue to push if it becomes evident it's not safe enough and I think for the most part you can count on the NBA for sure but uh, and I really do think the NHL really has a little bit of a leg up doing it in Canada so we'll see what happens but Soccer's already going, so make sure to check out some MLS. A Saturday night, the show I've been talking about for a couple of weeks, Unidentified. If you haven't seen any of season one, go check it out. It's, uh, you know, about UFOs and shit. You know, you know me. I like that stuff. I believe it's on the History Channel. But uh, basically, the former UF, pen, pen, UFO, the Pentagon UFO pro. Jesus. <laughs> uh, how many ways can I screw saying that up? But there's a UFO program in the Pentagon. There was. There probably still is one. But this is the one that got discontinued. It's called ATIP. 
And the leader of that, Lou Elizondo, basically walked out of the Pentagon because he didn't like that they were keeping all this shit secret. And he decided to start doing some things on his own. He's working with the two of the Stars Academy. And he's done this show unidentified. And the season one had a lot of good stuff, good interviews, good footage, all that good stuff. So I'm very excited for season two. The premiere, Saturday night. And, you know, just check it out. Check it out. It's good stuff. I mean, because people, you can't deny the shit anymore. Okay? Shit's out there. UFOs are real. We don't know what the fuck they are. Our government doesn't know what the fuck they are. <laughs> so we have to recognize that and take the shit seriously. Unidentified season two, check it out. And also, my pro wrestling homies out there, don't forget about the New Japan Cup. That continues this week. And right after the New Japan Cup final, not right after, it's the next day. But there's no break in days. We just get it back to back. Dominion. I'm excited for that. Where Tetsuya Naito, the double champion, will face the winner of the New Japan Cup. So, good stuff, good stuff. I'm excited. I'm going to go out and get some sun. We're going to have another water fight this weekend. We've got this little, like, pump, water pump thing. They've got them, like, spread out throughout the community. We just go uh, take a couple buckets over there, fill up some buckets. We've got some squirt guns. Some water balloons. And we go to town on each other. It's great. It's great. Kids have a great time doing that. So we'll probably get out and do a little bit of that. And I hope all of you get out and get some sun too. That shit's important. Get that. Get that vitamin D, bro. Make sure you get it. So get out. But stay safe. You know. Do what I always say. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. And stay mad. (laughs) you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about stay mad anyway I hope everybody has a great weekend again be safe out there and vigilant and take care of each other and we will talk again soon in just a few days we'll talk again soon in a few days so ta-ta for